This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, alongside with Mickle and T. We're ready to get rolling here. We're going to review week three, uh, talk about some good games. I got a little se- a little uh, section for us called Hold or Fold, and uh, like we're, we're going to go through that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. You forgot um, to mention, too, the uh, great one has COVID again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not feeling so great today. The Man, great where, one. Where's he at, Mickle? Uh, I actually um, don't have a story this time. I don't. I didn't think about it. <laughs> I've got nothing. Uh, I think Pat is uh, out there working hard, crunching the fantasy numbers so he can come back tomorrow and uh, give us some really, really great takes about how he had Mahomes and Kamara on his team and still lost this week. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Yikes. Yeah, you, you imagine. Oh, that's why he didn't show up. That's why it's he didn't show you up. Smacked he King had a player Mickle with 44 smacked. points and 48 points, and I still Managed to win. It was the scariest night of my whole life. Yeah, Mickle's coming in with the hot takes today. He's he's loving on LeBron, and he's got he's ripping Pat a new one. Oh yeah, we got LeBron tomorrow. Hell I yeah! I don't know. If and for what's, once, what's your prediction, Mike? What's what's the series prediction? Uh, let's see. So I do respect the Heat. So I, I give think him four zero, man. I give him a nice four zero. I'm going. Uh, I'm going six games. Uh, the the Lakers win. No man, the Heat. This is a series where the Heat are going to win Game One. I do think the Heat are going to win Game One. I like uh, it. I like so it. Heat win Game One. Lakers rip off whatever. I don't know. It, it, they're going to win in six. Heat in seven in my heart. My brain's telling me Lakers in seven. All right, I'm going Heat in six. There we go. Wow, so, I like it, Luke. Yeah, I'm just. It's probably stupid, but we'll see. All right, uh, big news item of the day, obviously, was the Titans had to place three players on the COVID-19 list, five members of their coaching staff or, like, comp- or, uh, like organization, organization yeah. uh, got COVID. Supposedly, they're waiting to do these other, I don't know what the hell they're called, tests, and then they'll see if they're false positives tomorrow. I think, no, the, that they did say that the they are positives. They are positives. Yeah, I think okay. they are positives, but... They haven't said who yet, and I don't know when we'll know who. I wonder if that's a uh, HIPAA thing. Yeah, like I was about to say, like yeah, a violation. We can't really know, but usually they, it comes out eventually who mm-hmm. has it, and we'll see who's not there on Sunday. If they end up playing that game, which is sounding like weird that they would do that. They can't practice till Saturday. I know. it's cra- I'm, I'm like wondering whether you need to... Uh, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Right. You should be able to, everyone test tomorrow. Who You already get rid of the three guys. You all test tomorrow. And if you're good, you practice on Wednesday or Thursday. Like, Man, I don't know. It's probably one of those things where they've just got these contingencies. Like Pittsburgh's going to kill them. Yeah. Pittsburgh's <laughs> going to kill the Titans. Then, and I saw, too, didn't Adam come out late today and say basically it's they're a go either Sunday or Monday. Or Monday. Yeah. Dude, I right. hope I it's Monday. I love double so, headers. But, like, mm-hmm. like you like. There's not a postponement coming, you know, so it seems like it's no matter what. Oh, wait, sloppy. Adam said, like, there's not going to be a postponement, so they're just going to play? I think he said that he, it's he, either they're going to play on Sunday or play Monday night, Yeah, like right? the postponement but, would only be till Monday night. So Not even Tuesday? Yeah, so I mean. I don't know how much mm-hmm. that matters. I, I mean, they have those tracking things, so maybe they've already tracked to the point where they know they can field a team. Yeah. But. That watch thing that they've got is pretty cool. Like how it tells you, yeah. All, like, it but that's just what I don't understand. Like, don't understand because someone did point point out the other day. I'll give a shout out to our league mate Kyle. He kind of brought up, you know. So let's let's just say, for, hypothetically speaking, Kyle it, how, Kyle was actually co host on this up. The, I, the kingdom I, knows Kyle. Now. Yeah, they yeah. do. They do. So hypothetically speaking, uh, let's say Darrington Evans was the one that got it. Mm-hmm. Backup running back. Right now, you would think that no matter what, that means. That whole running back room's out. Would you I would be, think would I be this wrong was the fear, that, like you know, before like, the season, yeah, that it that it could quickly get very, very bad. Because, because like these people are the ones in the same room on the daily, so like the right. tracking thing's great, but like, well, they'll know. The I extent, mean, you know? they will know. the The contact tracing with these watches is like it's like crazy how quickly like they I, they actually do already know. Like based on what I read, they know. Oh right yeah, now. they're not like, they're not they're not going to release who's it been around who and stuff like that. Um, for fantasy players, it's sketchy because Super there's sketchy. no way to know. I mean, there's no way to guess. You kind of just have to pay you, attention if you, if you have a Titans player. Vikings. I mean, even the – yeah, I was going to say Vikings. Um, 
I mean, I'm having second thoughts about starting Justin Jefferson in my flex this week because I don't know whether they're going to be practicing or what the hell, you know? Yeah, yeah and they don't have any positive cases as of now, right? Right, yeah. I think it's So if just they don't the, have any tomorrow after the testing, they should be fine. And I, and I imagine think at least to get And in. I imagine, too, like, so when, when would they practice first? Boy, it. It sounds like they're not practicing all week, the Titans. So they wouldn't be allowed to practice. I, I think that no matter that already the Titans are not practicing until they're yep. not allowed back in the facility until Saturday. Yeah. That's crazy. So I mean, they'll, so they'll sure. have a walkthrough so on Saturday. So they'll go through walkthrough Saturday. So right. maybe it, maybe you'll find out Saturday when a beat reporter reports that your player wasn't at practice. Right. For an yeah, that's got to be it. Yep. Oh, yikes. Scary. Looks like the Texans won't be signing Earl Thomas. Not that that matters for fantasy football. Uh, Philip Lindsay was estimated as limited in practice. I've never seen that described as estimated before. Estimated as yeah. limited. What was he like walking sometimes and running sometimes? Yeah. I Maybe no he was, idea. the reporter could not figure out what, <laughs> is that limited or? Yep. Uh, Deontay Johnson's officially in, uh, concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Goddard expected to miss a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, they put him on IR. Yeah. He fractured the ankle, I believe. Ouch. And they signed Hakeem Butler. Was he? So he's a tight end. So well, he, he's yeah. a wide receiver, but he's one of those bigger bodied. And was he on the Cowgirls? Uh, Cardinals. Cowboys? He was drafted by the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And what was he, a bust? Horrible uh, yeah. bust. He was drafted <laughs> last bust. year in like the, the first round. He's a yeah. first round pick. And they cut him af- that quickly. That's why it's really crazy. Um, like, and then, wait, wait, wait. And he was I think wide he might out. have been second round. Second, maybe, maybe he was. Yeah, he like was I think he was a projected first round pick. As a wide out. He fell yeah. to the second yeah. as and a he, wide he, out. He was like a decent, like a good prospect. He really was. Uh, yeah. Wow. But he busted hard, and so they must have determined that he can't separate, and so tight end. Is yeah, and he fit. didn't he didn't test well, and that was kind of his like speed numbers were what didn't test well at the combine. So it's remember like that being Larry, like, basically, yeah, being like a like. being kind of a thing. But he's a little thicker, kind of a big body guy. So I mean, you know, it worked for a lot of these guys. The way the NFL is uh, now, yeah. like most tight ends twenty years ago, right now would be playing wide receiver. You know, yeah, I mean, uh, like an Evan Ingram would be playing wide out. Wall- sure. Waller made the transition from yep. receiver to tight end. Logan Robert- Thomas went from quarterback to tight yeah, end. I don't know. Uh, Robert Tanyan out in uh, Green Bay, who yep. we didn't talk about on the waiver show, but he had another solid week. Yep, uh, he had another. He's another playing ahead of Sternberger. Week. It looks like there. Mm-hmm. So, and but he's another one. He's a college wide out that got converted. So some of these slower guys, you know, maybe it does something. But that um, is something to keep a little bit of an eye on because the Eagles aren't going to, I don't think they're going to just change their entire offense and decide we're not running two tight ends anymore. Like their entire offense is predicated around using two tight ends. When Goddard went out this week, they plugged in the other guy. I forget his name. His another tight end. And he's just not impressive in any, any aspect. So it's interesting that they went out and got someone like this. Yes. Who could be, who could be a playmaker too. at the tight end position. Cause you know, he's not going to be blocking primarily. Right. You know? Yep. So with, it's something I'd pay attention. If if he comes out this week and gets five targets, I th- you know that's something to look for. Yep. All right, uh, Chris Godwin could miss multiple games. We're not sure yet. No, Did anybody no. get a report today on the MRI just, or anything? Uh, I just, just saw multiple. Multiple, yeah. So it's I mean, hopefully that Damn means it. two. So it's oh, it's it's two at the minimum. Oh well, yeah, because we got that short week. But next week, who Bears. you know who knows after that? But I hope it's not longer than two because that would be a. Uh, it sucks, you know. We're th- these are like the formative. These are almost like preseason. You're oh, trying yeah. to get everything together, chemistry down between a new quarterback and receiver. And we can't keep them all on the field. Can't keep them on the field. Even the, so. I mean, even this past week when we were the healthiest we had been, Justin Watson uh, was out, yep, hurt, just so like that. It's like another guy that's going to step in and fill in the role now that Chris Godwin's out is not wasn't there getting snaps last. So yeah, no bueno. Nope. All right, well let's move on to our little game we're going to play. It's called Hold 'em or Fold 'em. So, Missed opportunity uh, to do saw voice. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, exactly. Damn we'll, it. we'll get that drop coming in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say some names. You're going to say if you're going to hold them on your team or you're going to fold them, you're going to drop them. Gotcha. All right, Gardner Minshew. Oh. <laughs> I got a first mic or I'll just I'll jump in. I'm going to fold them. I'm folding I am going to hold him. They play the Bengals this week. Yeah, but they played the Dolphins last week. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, you know, we. it could be that Chark re- missing was like – because Gardner really did look – he looked like Baker last he week. He looked inept, know? but he like it was almost like the – everything I had said about him, about yeah. how poised he was, right. how this and that. He And it's the first time I feel like I watched the full Gardner game, and, well, I was incorrect. He did not look poised to me in any – in nope. a way shape yeah, the Dude, he's, was not he's not there. good in prime time. He's like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but like Thursday night trash can football, we count that as prime time. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard because I, I keep waiting like for the mask to come off 
uh, Gardner and be like, ha ha, see you fool, you fell for it. Uh, so I don't want to do that at the first time. Um, Cincinnati's a pretty good matchup. If Chark is back, I, I think I'll uh, hedge it and say if, if Chark is back, I'll hold Gardner and see whether he can, you know, play a little so better. So what if Chark got ruled out for Sunday? Then I'm folding. Yeah, you fold because him? Because okay. the weapons there are just not – like Chark is a – you know, Chark's a very good player. He is. Um, so, and he can win downfield and, you know, cover up for if Gardner's otherwise having a poor day. Some of these chunk plays he'd be getting to Chark. So it's, it's dependent on Chark, I think, for me. I mean, Gardner in the next three weeks is – Bengals, Houston, Detroit. Those are pretty I think, good. I think I, you could hold him, but if you if you don't need him, if he's if you're not going to start him, just get rid of him. Yeah, hold you him. need to be really hurting to start him at this point. All right, up next, Malcolm Brown from the L.A. Rams. <laughs> <sighs> Daryl Henderson looks much better than much him. better. Like yep. snap to snap, he just is more athletic. He can do more. I, I think Malcolm Brown is a like solid guy. Whatever. Yeah. He's like Peyton Barber, right? Sort of better than Peyton Barber. He's probably maybe, but better than Peyton in that sense but of not just like much. <laughs> if you need three yards, they'll get you three. If you need five, they'll get you three. He seems like a plotter to me. I right. think he's a uh, drop for sure. He had seven rushes um, for 19 yards, two targets. Week before that, 11 rushes, 47 yards. And I'll, I'll, I'll speak candidly. I, I am a Malcolm you, Brown owner in, in our main league, and I have waivers claim, claimed right now, and they are all to the one player I'm dropping is Malcolm Brown. Yep, so. fair enough. I'm folding them. Yeah, I think I'm there too. All right, up next, Carson Wentz. Philadelphia Eagle quarterback. He had a, a solid – he had like 26 fantasy points this week, right? Yeah, Despite playing like shit. So, nightmare schedule. Yep, that's he plays Baltimore-Pittsburgh next, I believe. Yep. Oof. Nightmare. 49ers, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, then the Giants, Dallas. Then he's got a really good schedule after that. I'm not even buying him in those division games, though, man. I, I'm, I'm folding on Wednesday. The weapons are hurt. That's where I was going to say, too. The line is hurt. The people that are in playing line right now are not good. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he has chemistry. I'd rather have Gardner than Wentz right yeah, now. Yeah, I, 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 if we're going back on that one, I'll, I'll hold Gardner. Gardner, if that's if it's between the two, mm-hmm. and I have to cut one of them. Like you drafted Wentz, then you picked up Gardner. Right, I'd ride Gardner. They just lost Goddard. They just lost it, Sean. We'll see, but you can never count on. Or Sega Whiteside's out for a couple weeks. Jalen Rager's, Rager's out until week eight. So, like you talked about those, you know, kind of these being preseason games, especially for a rookie already having that setback, right? It's tough, man. It's tough for Philly. They're, it's, it looks like it's going to be a really bad we're, season we're, for them. We're back to their leading wide receiver being Greg Ward already. Once, oh God, That's it's, a waiver wire guy I should have brought up yesterday was Greg Ward. Uh, they just, I mean. That's true. He that's seems like he's got, got chemistry with him. So, yeah, I would. I, if you're hurting that receiver, I think he's a, a weekly guy that could possibly 10. I'm yeah. pumped. I'm hoping Alshon can get back this week and look like Alshon, but we'll see. They badly need that. Yeah, and I guess that could be maybe if you if you can afford to hold him a week. And hold him until Alshon gets on the field. You know, maybe that gives him the boost that he needs to, to do something. Yep. All right. Next up, holder fold Dion Lewis. One rush attempt, three targets, a reception for ten yards. I don't think you should have ever been holding him in the first place. Forty nine percent rostered. Man. Wow. Fold that man. Those are all yeah. Barkley. As soon as Freeman got signed, like it's someone in our league spent twenty five on him last week. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have as bad as it is. I'd rather have Freeman or Galman, honestly. Next up. Devontae Freeman, five rushes, 10 yards. With that being said, if I'd rather have fold him than Deion Lewis, I would still fold him. <laughs> <laughs> you do I not actually need Freeman. think I'm going to say just go ahead and hold Freeman just for the catch floor in soft matchups. I think he could be flexible in a very soft – it's just because the, it speaks more to like how hard it is to find RBs. He has a catch yeah. floor, I think, that maybe will be harder to find on waivers. So – I think I'll hold Freeman, but not happily. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is Marquez Valdez Scantling. You got Adams coming back here soon. Um, Lazard has looked like he's more consistent, at least. MVS makes the big plays, but he has a lot of drops. So and stuff. I'll hold for a week, and there's nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's they got a bye week after that, though. There, well, that's what I mean. There's, there's, there's no. I'm not holding him after this week. I'll hold uh-huh. him for the week because he plays the Falcons. Yeah, and I'll start him if I'm hurting because he plays the Falcons. Excellent. But point. I don't want him after that. So, yep. Atlanta is a smash start for uh, anyone on that Packers <laughs> offense right now. I'm gonna fold MVS even with that. Four targets last week, one catch, five yards. Mm-hmm. 
just so disappointing. Lazard just seems like the more trusted guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely getting picked up in our league. I just I don't I have Devontae, so I don't want Lazard and Devontae. Yeah. You can handcuff uh, him though. That's true. You could handcuff him. I could, but, but I, now they're coming. Now Adam's I'm out of guys. Back, so. Yeah, that's true. too many injured guys. Can, so I can can't Luke, can Luke afford to roster a handcuffed receiver? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, last one. Holder full J.K. Dobbins. Now that is a good question and a brutally tough one. Yeah. Because... So I'll start. I've got him on my main league again. Uh, I'm holding him for now. Mm-hmm. You're um, not going to find anyone with th- that potential range of outcomes. But he's a hold for me. It's not happily. for me too. It's really not happily. And the thing is, is the one whole range rush. of outcome, the whole range of outcome thing. It's every week that's gone by, I've gotten more and more worried. Yeah, the window is getting. It's going to take and, an injury. And probably the too. thing is, is it's not even like he's showing flashes. Gus is showing flashes. Marking, they're just not running the ball well. Right. They I honestly really aren't. I've watched, and Gus looks like the best one right now. Gus That's how bad they're running. last night, right? Yeah. He, he looks like the best one that can consistently get the, the four yards that they realistically look for. But Ingram on the year, Dobbins on the year, their big plays have just been spotty big plays. The two big runs that each of them have broken, mm-hmm. which they were breaking last year with these guys, both came in the fourth quarter of a game that was out of reach. They need Mark to Ingram's involve Dobbins the in their passing game much more. You, you and just, I think he did lead them in targets this past week. Um, yeah. for, for their running backs. Yeah. So maybe they're starting more, but yeah, I mean, I'm even. It's like a Swift I'm, thing, right? I'm, DeAndre Swift. I'm, uh, I'm quieting on Lamar. On Lamar? Through three. I mean, or yeah, through three. I'm like in terms we'll of, review that game first. So we'll I talk mean, about yeah, let's, we sh- Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. One on quick one. Uh, trivia question for you guys. Who is the worst pass defense in the NFL? Oh. Right now through three? Yep. Um. <laughs> It's let's see. It's probably an opponent of either Atlanta or Seattle. <laughs> um, I don't know. Honest to God, I'm guessing it's someone I won't be able to predict. Though I think it's Seattle. It is Seattle. Is it Seattle oh, okay. has given up 76 receptions to the wide receivers. The next closest team is the Falcons at 49. Oh man! The Fal- the Seattle Seahawks are one of the worst defenses in the league, and you need to fire up all your starters, and that's why Russell will cook this Absolutely, year. Absolutely, dude. It's like the perfect formula for fantasy. I only got Russell in two leagues. I'm so mad. Yeah, dude. me too, man. How about I'm this? so, so mad. Throughout all my matchups and all my leagues, I have, and every, every week, at least two leagues have played Russell or Dak, except oh. I didn't play Dak week one when he wasn't good. Uh-huh. I played Dak when he's 35 points good. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on right now? You're going to have Mahomes next week. and Like, yeah. I catch a, I, I've literally caught a, a 40-burger from Russ every week. <laughs> God. And I'm playing him again uh, in a league coming up here. Against again. the Miami Dolphins. I guess that's what they happens when you play, week, when you so. play in a lot, of, a lot of leagues. But That man. one might be positive. Well, no, Fitzpatrick's going to slice them. He's going to be a great start this week. Yep. He's a top Fitzy 12 quarterback. Fitz, Devontae, Preston. You could start him in fantasy as a top 12, in my opinion. Gusecki. That, that pass defense is so, so bad. Gusecki is a, is a slam start this week, yeah. I think. And the thing that is, might be an upset alert. Jam, uh, Jamal really hasn't been playing a whole lot on the tight ends, which is a little bit weird. They've been using really? him a lot in pass rush and, and like different aspects of it, but I'm firing up Kasicki. That's kind of a a worry, you know, was against tight end. And they have been good against tight ends, but I think Kasicki out in the slot, I don't don't think Jamal's going to be out there falling. No, and he's hurt. So if they don't have him, they're going to be even uh, more toaster strudel getting killed. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into the week week three review. Let's talk about that Monday night football game. I need to retract my Super Bowl pick, guys. Yeah. That, that. That reminded me of like, well, what's going on with them reminds me of, it made me think of the Bucks and Eagles back in the day and how the Eagles for like three years in a row just kicked the Bucks' ass. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks had no answer and you went in there and you just knew, f- that's what's going on with Ravens and KC, I think. Like, everyone knows the Ravens are a great team, mm-hmm. but when they're on the field together with Kansas City, they it's not even like close, a dude. They it's like, like a bad Kansas team. City is more physical, they're more well-coached. I mean, it's really crazy. Like they were had a really good pat Baltimore pass defense, just like looking like the Bucks of two thousand and eight. You know, just t- looking horrible. I, Marcus Peters spinning around. Um, that's a pretty good pass D. And, yeah, no, it is. And they had them totally freaking clueless. So you know, I picked against. I picked the Ravens before the season of the Super Bowl more as like a. I it's hard to repeat. You know, the Chiefs are the type of team that will repeat. The Chiefs are the type of team that will win three in a row. Dude, this is like they're young, their chemistry's on point. 
Their quarterback is the greatest of all time. Sorry, Tom. Uh, he's unbelievable, bro. He does he does nothing poorly. Like they get they the Ravens defense will win the play. They'll get pressure on Mahomes. They'll drive him out of the pocket. They'll you know get in his face. They'll tackle him. He's like got every good quality of Jameis that we loved. Like Jameis will shake tack. He does anything you could possibly want. It's amazing. They're going to win the Super Bowl. It's over. He plays like a game manager. In With terms, the... in terms of literally, he plays like as smart as you could possibly yes. play. And he's his whole goal is he's like, I'm not going to like put my defense in a bad position. But while he's doing that, he's also playing like the greatest of all time and making these ridiculous throws. And the, like... the play where he threw to Mecole where he dropped back into the pocket like 20 yards back downfield and then just slung it. It was something straight out of Madden. That's well, how people play Madden. You drop all as far back as you can and just hope that your 99 then, arm strength can... And then the other play where he dropped back like eight yards, he hit him with a pump fake, got three guys in the air, yes. dipped oh under him, God. and then turns it into like a 17-yard gain. It's the <laughs> it's subtle like... little things like that, dude. The, he's got two guys coming, pumps, gets some bull. It's It's amazing. It's seriously amazing. Playing against him in fantasy last night was one of the scariest experiences of my entire life. I had a 37-point lead with Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Lair on my team. And it wasn't and safe. And it still was almost not good enough. I only How won much by did you four. win by? I won by four points. Oh, my God. That's insane. And Clyde had a decent day. Yeah, Clyde, had, Clyde had 18 points. Yeah, Clyde, had a, decent, Clyde yeah. had a decent day. The that's thing that's stupid. so great about Mahomes, too, is that those the same guy that can drop back, you know, however far and sling it 80 yards— He's also like always nailing the open check down. Clyde, that, that's what I mean. He, he, play, he plays little... like he plays like a game manager. Yeah, that's exactly. But then right. just like yep. turns it on when he needs to and shows you that he could he could play more aggressively if he wanted it's, to every time. The but guy's he just incredible. doesn't. He, Man. Like, he takes what they give him. Yep. Like he's just. It's going to be a Super Bowl preview here in a couple weeks when um, we get to face him. And yeah, you're retracting your Super Bowl pick. I am uh, formally retracting ranking Lamar Jackson as my QB one on the season. Yep. Yeah, Lamar is like he's I mean, number three now. I think. Because I think Russell has passed him. Uh, are you talking about like actually right now, currently in fantasy? Yeah. Well, Russell's number one. In I fantasy. don't think he's number three though. Because Josh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen definitely. But is who would you rather? You'd rather have Lamar. Oh, than Josh I, I'm Allen. taking Josh Allen. No man, I'm no. taking Josh. Are we I can't go that with, far. Are we? Are we watching with Josh what we watched with Lamar last year? You know, where it's this is it. This is the come up. He had some drops too. We he did. Mark Andrews he fucking did. No, he did. choked. Yeah. How about his just. Passed a, his touchdown to Hollywood Brown. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a Lamar hater just as much as the next guy, but he he had some bad. I'm not like some bad drops. Hey, shit. Yeah, hater. You yeah. wouldn't even call yourself a hater. No, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I I don't think he's good in big games. Obviously, it's been proven. Sure. But you want to know something crazy? He's 0 and 3 against the Chiefs, and against the rest of the NFL, he's like 22 and 1. Right. I, that's the trap I don't want to fall into. Like, yeah. it, giving him too much shit for struggling against one of the greatest teams of all time. The t- he did lose the Titans. We yeah. know the formula with the Ravens. If they have to try to cover up a ten point deficit, they're going to really struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but their run game is just not as like that's even, true. Too. Even yeah. even that first game when they smacked around the Browns, they mm-hmm. had no run game. Yeah, the the run the running all has come when they're up in the fourth quarter and they start like padding their stats. Like they're not running well early in these games. It's and crazy. their defense, uh, I mean, in, in this game got roasted, was didn't even come close. Of course, it's Mahomes. But if you go back to the cha- AFC Championship uh, or the playoff game against um, when it was uh, Titans-Ravens last year, Derrick Henry almost had 200 rushing yards on that defense. Yep. So I'm, I'm coming off, you know, I, I don't think that they – They've got a top five defense, certainly. Yeah, but I'm—I don't think it's better than Steelers. I don't think it's better than the Bucks. Um, you know. No, yeah, I don't think we. Well, shit, I don't want to say anything, and then Mahomes just kill us. Of but I don't think we look as bad as that that game. I don't think so. That'll, that'll be interesting. Either. Their defense, but, is but it will be interesting. There, at a certain point too, there's just there's just you can't do anything. You know, like oh no, I, uh, uh, numerous times they they won the play, and Mahomes just said too too bad, like. like even the the touchdown to Tyreek, he had two guys in his face, uh-huh. clobbering him. He was backpedaling, throwing off his back foot. That's a win for just about every defense. At this ever. point, you almost have to hope that you, you. It's like the Patriots back in the day, man. You had to hope Brady just showed up and had a bad day because there was no yeah. way you were going to stop him on your own. And, and he had a bad day against the Chargers last week, mm-hmm. um, so it can yep. happen. And I am looking forward to that game when he faces the Bucks. I will try to be there. I only get two tickets. 
That's going to be tough. Um, God, I can't wait for that. So, November 29th, I think. They yeah. Can, can we, like, rotate the Kings? We'll all wait outside, and you bring us our <laughs> One quarter at a time. For so, <laughs> yeah, how the Bucks are doing it is you get to pick one marquee game, which is the Saints, Chiefs, or um, Packers. Packers. Okay. And then you get to pick one, uh, just like, they call it prime game, but it's like the Rams, Minnesota, Falcons, Carolina. So not legacy quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to choose Rams and Chiefs. I mean, how can you not choose the fucking Chiefs? You could Bucks, see, Packers you could see, in like yeah, that three one's weeks, cool. too. That one's coming up. Uh, but... I'd like to see the Chiefs, and you could see Drew Brees next year or something. Or this, I've seen the Saints plenty of times, actually. Definitely. So yeah. uh, I want to see the Super Bowl champs, well, of course. So should we – I mean, we did kind of talk about the Ravens' uh, rushing offense. Like, if you're Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins' owner, it's not feeling too hot. No, and yeah. Mark Ingram in particular, I don't know what to – got to sit him, man. He's he's not startable right it, now. He's it, not a top 25 I think you anymore. can only do it in soft matchups. I don't think you right? can start any of them. Yeah, that's like right. they're, they're just not getting the work to be started. Yeah, and that's weird. To, but like Ingram, I think is high in the years. Eleven carries. Dobbins is five. Gus Edwards is twelve. I mean, and that was kind of how it was with Ingram last year. We talked about before the season. Ingram had this like really unsustainable touchdown rate based on like his amount of touches. Fifteen touches. But his yards per carry was good. You know, like they're right. all they're all sitting at like. Did their O line get worse two or something? They're I, killed I, I, not, really not know. as far as I know. I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm pretty sure it's still really good. And uh, like obviously Lamar's rushing numbers are way down. You take away that 40, 40 yarder in the begin, the first play, of the second play of the game, and they, like they've got nothing on the day. Yeah, like it's, I thought they were going to slice up the Chiefs all night. I know when I the after, Chiefs defense that. is that is I'm like that's actually a big reason why they are able to like why we shouldn't rule out them repeating or winning. Really getting a dynasty going here. Their defense is good. They, defense they played is, good last night. Well, their defense in general is really fast, athletic, and well coached. And so you know, know they're gonna get it. They're gonna get give up a lot of yards and stuff because teams are constantly playing catch up against yeah. them. Yeah, but they have a, a rock solid defense, at least good enough to. You and know. the thing is, is when you have when you have a great off like the offense that they have. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be great defensively, right? But they have a few great players defensively. They're a little bit like the Rams like on defense, them, you know? actually. The Rams kind of rely on uh, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald to make up. With the Chiefs, they've got Tyron and Chris Jones and, and Frank Clark too. And, Frank Clark and D Ford. I was going to say their D line in D- general. Their D line in general. Although I think D Ford went to San Fran. Oh no, he might have. But, but he's been hurt all year. Anyways, yeah. Um, Ravens running backs. We're not feeling hot about. I mean, um, Mark Andrews owners. You'll be fine. Receivers, I'm not feeling hot about other than Mark Andrews. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood himself was okay, right? Wasn't it? I mean, he had the one drop, but then there was a couple where Lamar just missed so him. He, so he had he only had like three and a half points on the day. Yeah, um, but he oh did have a couple God. drops, That's but those so were on bad. like short, mm-hmm. short like seven, ten yarders. Yeah, he had the two. One really was kind of a bad throw from Lamar, too, in my opinion. So I don't even really count against him. But then the one was like a could have been like a seventy yard touchdown that Lamar just brutally under through that's why you love hollywood is because those plays are going to come every game like those opportunities are going to be there he just needs to hit he just needs to hit them yeah i mean uh i i think hollywood will end up being fine i think mark andrews will end up being fine the ravens in general will end up being fine um you know it's a tough matchup the chiefs all right well let's move on to another game here uh just Kind of go through a couple, I guess. Bears, Falcons. Nick Foles comes in, mm-hmm. rejuvenates them to a win. Another Falcons collapse. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Twenty three from Foles, man. You're um, never out of it against the Falcons. Bit. I don't care if you're down a hundred. They probably knew in their heart of hearts when Trubisky came out of that game. They're like, "We're gonna lose now. We're, gonna, we're done." Trubisky, <laughs> we're done here. Like, Foles is in with the he visor. Was playing horrible against one of the war. It's oh, it's just done for Trubisky. I, I know that's it's kind of a pointless thing to talk about in fantasy, but yeah, it's he was playing terrible against one of the worst defenses. Yep. Go. Only way he comes back in his injury, which could happen. Could happen. Could happen. All time. But other than that, he's more than likely gone this off season. This is a massive boost um, for Bears fantasy players, I think. Oh, Allen Robinson. Robinson finishes with 10 catches, 123 yards, and a touch. He, he got that. He dropped that one touch that got ripped from him, so he would have had two touchdowns. Yep. Anthony Miller dropped a touchdown on a beautiful throw. Yep. Miller, I want to watch closely in the next week or two and uh, see if the tar- yep. if he's on the field more, if the tar- you know. I think he's a beat-the-waiver-wire guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Granted, he t- doesn't play as much as you'd like. Right. Um, maybe, maybe with Cohen going down, though, he might get a little more slot time. That's I mean, true. They weren't even using Cohen in the slots. So what am I talking about? Yep. But still, you know, those little dinky plays maybe. Question. Who leads the league in red zone targets? 
Oh man. Uh, uh, let's Graham. see. I... Yes. Oh How man. Because you know? we're talking about the baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I assume the answer is the, the. I'm an idiot. Tiny I was good too. <laughs> I started, so to th- I started to th- I started to like yeah. drastically think about it, and I almost said Calvin really thinking you were going to flip, but I was like, "There's no way we're not going to talk about Jimmy Graham." So. Yeah, I believe I saw that Graham ran the most routes of any tight end this week. Uh, yep. or, yeah, was that what it was? So, what is going on? Like this is classic years. Graham, though. You know, he's gonna he has that one good week, and then he just fucking sucks, man. But, <sighs> but I know. What if he's back? Take to, a shot. What if I he's mean, back, what if he's back to New Orleans? Dude, all tight ends suck, man. So it's like you can you can take a shot on the bar is so low. Yeah, unless you have a top guy. They did. Weirdly, pay him that like in the offseason. Remember how we yeah. were all like, "What is and going on here?" They had with already the Bears? rostered like six tight ends when they. Paid I mean, him, Foles so. uses the tight end a lot, and that routes run thing is kind of indicative. It's like that's usually pretty indicative of like you know how involved they are. It def- flags definitely went up in my mind on that as yeah. someone needing tight end. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think. Now, um, now he's so now he's convinced himself he's gonna yeah. get him. Uh, well, no, I actually did that last night when I put a claim in for him. <laughs> well, are you getting him or Gronk, man? I need I'm, one I of them. I put in claims for uh, Ebron and Graham. Just oh, so of, no Gronk, no Gronk, okay. just because. Uh, J- just out of curiosity, um, for like the kingdom out here listening, yeah. How, how, just since you did put a claim in for him, how much did you put in for him? Just so the kingdom knows how much they should put in. <laughs> this is very clever here. Uh, points for put me in a box. Um, I put. I can say this. I put less than 20 and more than 10. <laughs> okay. Somewhere in that range. There you go. And, um, yeah, I think that uh, Graham is worth it. You know, if you're in a really tough spot at tight end, I think he's worth it, you know. Good to know. Uh, what about the other player you mentioned? <laughs> How much should we tell the kid? <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till we get to the Steelers on that What's one. your um, your concern level about Hayden Hurst? One catch, one yard, one touchdown. He's on the field. He's got – he's on the field. The, which you know that's the first step that's the first step he's there <laughs> he's present they they have all these mouths to feed so you, it you might just be a thing where it's going to be really hard to predict with Hurst but, but there you, are going to be good games coming you would have thought without Julio on the field yes, this would have yeah. been one of those yeah this is a very bizarre one yeah so I I, I agree with you definitely concerned I'm not I'm not too concerned I'm, if I have him I'm still writing him because he's just a better weekly option in my opinion than right. the other dart throws that you're going to be looking at so. yeah I mean I <sighs> at least he caught a touchdown I think that maybe it's clear that he's not Austin Hooper you know yeah, like his level of involvement with 90 catches so right I yeah with that. his level of involvement is isn't where Hooper's was so yeah, he's in a high octane offense. I think he'll still end up delivering tight end one to you. All right. Well, let's take a look at the next game uh, that I want to look at: the Bills and the uh, the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Singletary back there, pretty much by himself. T.J. Yeldon behind him. Uh, Thirteen carries, seventy-one yards. It's great. Five point five average, and then four catches for fifty yards. He had a great week without Zach Moss there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure he he. He got a couple goal line carries. He didn't score. Josh Allen was able to run one in. The rest were thrown in by Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Singletary could be a solid option the rest of the year, I guess. I don't know. When Moss is out, exactly. I think that the volume will be there in Moss in. It's no frustrating, Moss. yeah, because Moss will get that goal line, and he's been pretty bad, honestly, with uh, his carries so far. But it's only been two weeks. Yeah, uh, you know, um, if you've got uh, – if you've got – um, God, why did his name Singletary? If you've got Singletary, I think you can comfortably flex him um, in matchups where Moss is out, and it doesn't sound like Moss is a lock to return this week either. So, no, yeah, um, I think you could fire him up again next week. All right, believe it or not, Daryl Henderson is the running back to own in the Rams' backfield and will be the starter the rest of the way. I mean, Cam Akers is out right now. Yeah, yeah. so Cam's the factor. Right. I, do you think he can take the job from Henderson? Henderson looked really good. 21, 20 carries, 114 yards, and a touch. Uh, he did. He did, I, look he did look good, but I still say yes. <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Akers will be a factor when he gets back. I mean, they traded up to get him. The hype's been all around him. Yeah, but they, they traded up for Henderson, too. Yes. It could be one of those things too, where they give them both just enough to like where they're involved, but then from a fantasy perspective, it's really delivering like sketchy RB three. Yeah. I think territory. he firmly played Malcolm Brown off, mm-hmm. threatening his workload. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I mean, I think it means more for Malcolm Brown than it does Cam Akers. Probably like when Cam Akers gets back, I think he'll get a shot get to a be shot. involved. Yeah. and we I, know Cam Akers is a great player, so. 
comfortable starting Henderson until Akers comes back. Yeah, but. fire him up. Yep. All right, next game's Browns, uh, Washington football team. Uh, Dwayne Haskins looks like he's just doesn't yeah. know what he's doing out there. This staring down uh, receivers. Yeah, man, Kyle Allen. You got your coach done. publicly like <laughs> saying uh, there is a line. Yeah, being like, yeah. After week three. Oh my goodness. Yep. He didn't not draft him, so he's not connected to him. They no. got uh, Kyle Allen and Alex Smith. I'm not sure Alex Smith is going to play, obviously. But how, how? what's your concern level, T, with Terry McLaurin, um, Logan Thomas, and uh, uh, your boy Antonio Gibson? Yep, so I, I own all three of these players. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what's yeah. your record? One, one and two. But I I'm put one and two as well. Uh, Terry, not worried. Um, Terry, yeah, I'm not, I, yeah, that's that'd be the least worry level. Terry's at a point where a change is only going to benefit him, probably in my opinion. Yeah, um, but even with Haskins rest away, I'm fine. He's clearly the playmaker on their offense. They have to get him the ball, and he's really, really good. Haskins looks pretty good when he's throwing to Terry. Yeah, <laughs> so like I, I'm not wor- like Terry. I'm fine with. I start him comfortably. The rest of the way, he's going to pop for you. He's going to have some down games. but I would see if you can buy low on uh, Terry, actually. Yeah. Like, see if you can find – I'm sure there's going to be people that are, um, you know, feel nervous. Sketchy and, because of the offense. Yep. Um, Logan Thomas, I am still in on for those tight and needy teams. He's getting enough work that – I mean, his targets are insane. Like, yep. the catches haven't followed, but, like, he's the number – probably number two passing option on that offense. I mean, through, and if he through were on, three weeks, he is. If you were on the waivers and you were, like, looking at him compared to every all the other tight ends out there. There's no one with that volume, that volume, potential exactly, volume. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I'm fine with – I'm not overly excited about him. Like, early on, I was like, this guy could break. But, like, seeing what he can do, he's not that – he doesn't look that quick out there. I think it's like um, a Haskins thing, too, you know, or like a general thing in offense. Like, maybe if Logan Thomas – who doesn't more, look that quick? Logan, right? Logan. If but they were in a more up tempo offense, a better quarter, you know, situation, um, his athleticism a little more. could shine, yeah, really or whatever. But um, so still, just I'm fine because he's just in that tight end dart throw range for me. So what did he get this week? Uh, uh, around seven, I believe. Hey, um, it's better than zero, which is what gets you. Uh, in fact, that seven points is about half of what I've gotten total through tight, from tight ends through three weeks. Um, well, so what about Gibson? Gibson to me seems like the one who might suffer the most from their offense sucking more because of the scoring opportunities, but the catches are, he has a nice catch floor. It seems like. Yeah. And that he's still not getting heavily used in the passing game, which has still kind of been a disappointment. Did he get like three or four this week? Or three something? catches for 11 yards. Oh yeah. See, they need to do better than that. What yeah, the hell? Yeah. You've got a and struggling JD McKissick's got three catches for 37. So really? they're using him they're as well. Him. And McKissick kind of popped up a little more than I would have liked, but he's, you know, Gibson's still trending in the right direction. The other guys still aren't getting a whole, a terrible, terribly high snap count. Peyton Barber didn't play until they were basically giving the game away and just running the ball to run the clock down at the end. Um, so yeah, I'm not worried. I, you know, they might be bringing him along a little slowly. Still mm-hmm. as a rookie that's learning, but I, I, from where I, from where I assume you probably had to draft him. I know some people probably stole him later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I still think he's probably, a better stash candidate than anybody out there. All right, let's move on to the other side of the field in the game. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb, 19 carries for 108 yards, 5.7 a carry. Kareem Hunt, 16 carries for 46 yards, 2.9 a carry. They both end up getting touchdowns. Nick Chubb with two, one for Kareem Hunt in the pass game or the receiving game. Um, That's nice, but the, uh, the receivers... Odell, four for 59. Jarvis Landry, four for 36. Yeah. Jarvis is is getting close to droppable. That's how bad his season has been so far. You're right. I know, and it's crazy. So is Odell. (laughs) We are getting there with Odell, man. There's going to come a point in your your league where, in fact, you know when it's going to come? You're going to try and trade him as hard as you can, Mm -hmm. and then that trade deadline is going to hit. Mm-hmm. And now later on, if you're a competitive team, you're looking at what does this guy add to my to my roster? Other than the fact that weekly you go through the same conversation in your head of, well, it's OBJ though. Right. It's Odell though. <laughs> I'm just going to play him because it's Odell. He could have a 40-point game. He's not. Nine points later and yeah. limited targets. He had to play DB on a pass uh, this week. 
that was so bad from Baker he had that to, Odell yeah. had to break it up and do the and he did the, he did he the did no the thing. Like, like, Dude, yeah. Why are you cheering that's, about having to do that? And yeah, that that's like, low key like uh, talking shit to Baker, sort of honestly. <laughs> like, uh, but um, yeah, it's a low octane pass offense, and um, the targets are simply not there. You might be able to play them in a matchup where they're like an underdog significant underdog you know where like they're gonna be they're gonna have to sling it. they're gonna have to be sling it but even then dude like they're at they're at best flex players at yeah, this point i mean even even then even week one when they were getting pounded by the ravens their right. solution was we're just gonna work on our run game for the yeah. rest of the year and mm-hmm. we're, we're still just gonna run it and let baker throw it like it is about the worst times. conceivable situation for receivers you've got an offense that doesn't trust their quarterback um rightfully so uh yeah it's not good for jarvis or odell all right, let's move to a much more fun game with much more fun two teams, if that's even a word. It was. Uh, Dallas Cowboys versus Seattle Seahawks. Dak Prescott, 472 and three touchdowns, two picks. Uh, Zeke only 14 carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but That was one of the weirdest Zeke performances yeah, that I've ever seen. If, it was just weird. Like, if bizarre. you're a Zeke owner, don't look into it any more than fine. you have to. He's going to be fine. He's going to, yeah. Cedric Wilson. Five catches, 107 yards, two touchdowns. This one we can look into because this one really grinded my gears. Is he number two CD. now <laughs> in the, uh, instead of CD? Dude, see, I mean. CD okay, had five so catches for 65. I will say, and after the game, McCarthy did mention that on that punt return where his leg got all wobbly and looked weird and looked mm-hmm. really bad, that he did get banged up on that play. Yeah, that looked so CD then? painful. Yeah, and but prior to that, will uh, Cedric Wilson hadn't really got on the field yeah i had genuinely never seen the guy before so i i do think that he got a little banged up in the game and they kind of took it easy on him and then this guy got involved and he did which is not great that the guy did well when he got in there but dak fed everyone everyone had like a solid ppr game yeah Yeah, amari had i think 17 points zeke Uh, had six catches for 24 yards like hey but you you never like to see your rookie receiver just dominating snaps dominating snaps and all of a sudden not dominating snaps so right CD a little concerning. I don't uh, know if Amari Cooper was injured or not. I wanted to. He ask. was getting banged up throughout the day. He was getting lit up. Yeah, so you saw that. So like I was watching because I was playing against Amari Cooper, and so I was watching him every play, and <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was injured or if his he had the worst fucking effort I'd ever seen in my life. No, that's he, Amari Cooper, bro, dude. So he, it, it's partly that, but he did get a, he got rattled on like three big hits early, and like yeah. one of them I thought he was going to come out because they took his helmet away for a second, and then the guy the Cedric Wilson kind of got a lot of play, so I didn't know, but that was just kind of a random thing I noticed that. Cooper Cooper, yeah, his body language looked horrible. Um, now, Michael, Dalton Schultz, too? What were you going to say? Though? I was going to oh, say Michael, Michael Gallup. Gallup. Yeah, he had a good, pretty uh, good game. Yeah, but I'm going to, if personally, mm-hmm. I would advise myself, and this is what I would do if I had him, I would be trying to sell him after this sell high. first appearance of the season. Yep. I yeah, agree. I think with him, his it, he relies too hard on those downfield plays, and they're too you know, uh, it's too hard to predict when they're going to come. And so and how and many it, days does Zeke have 34 yards of offense? And exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Gallup is the odd man out between Cooper. Um, yeah. I mean, Lamb and I mean, yeah, Dak just prefers throwing those types of routes as opposed to chucking it, you know, slinging it downfield. You put Gallup in Kansas city, he'll probably have 2000 yards. Yeah. <laughs> <seat. laughs> But yeah, just too many mouths to feed, and he, like you said, he's kind of the odd man out on the preferred. He'll have his bang weeks, but it's going to be snaps. too hard to predict, I think, too. And also, they're playing Seattle, which yeah, we've, we've established is the worst. Um, yeah, I think Dalton Schultz is second straight game without um, four for forty-eight. Blake Jarwin in there; he's involved in this tra- steaming trash pile of tight end he's uh, a, stuff. Schultz is worth a waiver claim. Yep. In fact, I think given the offense season. He might. He'll probably. More. He'll probably hit more than the other. He'll hit more times than that's the other, a great way to put it. Yes. Than the other dart throws. Yeah, I think so. Yep. You could. Right. You could string together a few streaming weeks of him versus one week. Next week, someone else. Next week, someone else. You're talking about when I spend money on Jimmy Graham this week only for him to run uh, five routes instead yeah. of 50 routes and get one catch. Now they need to block more for because yes, Foles, need... Foles can't run as much <laughs> yeah. as Mitch. So. And whoever, whoever um, picks up Gronk, he's right back to a block and tight end. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Uh, not much to talk about on the Seahawks side. The two main guys did all the scoring, uh, Lockett and Metcalf. They but have Greg like 60% Olson. percent target share. Yeah, Greg Olson is someone else that's. Five catches, 61 yards. I think, you know, 
kind of a shootout fluke. He had zero the week before right. that. So. Yeah. The week and one, though. It, tight end's tough. Maybe Carson getting banged up because Carson's gotten a lot of involvement mm-hmm. in the passing game. Maybe Greg makes a somewhat appearance. I think Greg yardage. might be someone you can spot start, maybe based on tight end defense. I mean, it's it's a fucking crapshoot. You take it one and, shoot, and right. you know, yeah. hopefully you get you 10 right now. That's that, yeah. that's a top 12 tight end right now. I was getting you 12. Lock in. DK. Matchup proof, fire matchup no matter proof, when. Man. You're right. All right, let's talk about uh, the Bucks and the Broncos. Did we talk? We didn't talk a lot about that yesterday. Did not we? really. I don't uh, not a whole think now. Just that um, we whooped that. Okay, so the main thing on the Bucks side is the running game. 13 carries for Ronald Jones, 53 yards. Seven carries for Fournette, 15 yards. I think fantasy owners should probably have Ronald did Jones I, and Leonard. I said 13 carries for 53 yards, right, for Ronald? I think so, Okay, yeah. cool. But I think this is how it's going to be this year. It's going to be very unpredictable week to week with these two, and uh, it's going to be very difficult to play them. You know, I agree. Um, all right. <sighs> Chris Godwin went down in this game, so if you're a Chris Godwin owner, I genuinely th- and and also Justin Watson got hurt. I genuinely think if you're a Chris Godwin owner and Scotty Miller's on your waivers, go get him. And you, I, can, and you can throw him in your flex. Uh, he's not going to give you obviously anything close to. Godwin, but it, he's one drop touchdown away f- two weeks ago from just being like a really, really hot commodity. And um, I think that, yeah, I, I think he's a solid fill-in. Any concern over Evans? Or you just think that's just how it worked out? Two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. Um, I actually am weirdly feeling better about Mike Evans. Even though that yeah. bizarre stat line, I just like the chemistry between him and Brady. I feel like yeah. he's yeah. there. And I feel like it's there with Godwin, too. So I'm, yep. I'm confidently backing my... Uh, Touchdown thing. That's fine. Yeah, he's going to uh, score a shitload of he, touchdowns, uh, man. He really is. And I mean, the, we saw a few deep targets when he had the week one when he had the hammy. We just haven't seen it since. But right. It's going to get better. It's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. He's going to. And also, it's clear that Gronk is not going to score nearly the amount of touchdowns I thought before the season. So I mean, those... on, on the goal line, the two one yard goal lines, he clearly wanted. Mike on both those. Exactly. Like Brady, like it's a mismatch. Brady, Brady called has his shot. great ball placement, and Mike Evans can out-jump anyone. It's yep. awesome. It's too easy for him. Yep. Uh, it's just amazing to me that Matt Ryan can't complete that throw to Julio Jones. Yeah, that's what's absurd. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what's it's absurd. the same. It's literally the and same And they played thing. together for nine and straight years. I'd argue that Julio could probably jump higher than Mike Evans, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, not much to talk about the Broncos. We're going to preview them tomorrow in the, the crazy Thursday night game, Broncos-Jets, so we won't get into that. Uh, I think that's really going to do it for the show. Uh, is there maybe we could talk Steelers Texans real quick? Uh, I think Watson's about to have you know a turnaround season mm-hmm. here, and I still think they got a shot at that AFC South. It's not great. Um, just like last year, they'll come in from behind. Yeah. Uh, the Colts are two and one, but I could. I mean, the Texans are. They it's going to be competitive, for yeah. sure, between those the, them. The, and the Jags are nobodies, and then the tight. Okay, the, the Titans, Titans are three zero, so that they can't get too far back now. Houston yeah. really has to rip off a couple in a row, and they have great matchups coming up. Watson is an interesting buy low candidate because he's yep. been struck with like the most unlucky schedule that you could imagine. With, yeah, tough, you know, tough start, tough stretch. Um, yep. I think he'll end up being not the Deshaun Watson of old, but still a very tough, you know. Yeah, I'm just not buying his weapons, man. Man, Randall Cobb popped off. Four catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. That's pretty good. That is pretty Um, good. Brandon Cooks, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, that's a hold him or fold him, I forgot to ask. was Brandon Cooks, three catches, 23 yards. The week before that, he did pretty well, but uh, I'd hold him because of the matchups coming up. Yeah, I think I'd be there, too. I'm excited for Cooks coming up. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he can, you know, I got him on a bench or two, and I hope he can end up being a flex-worthy guy. Because you've noticed, too, how, like, with Will Fuller, they're not, like, throwing bombs to Will Fuller that much. No. No, Will Fuller's playing, like... He's taken over, like, the D-hop role. Right, yeah. They're doing all their short comeback intermittent stuff to him, so that probably theoretically does open up some deep shots to Cooks. You know, that's something to watch. David Johnson, only 13 carries for 23 yards, one touchdown. I mean, he's playing Pittsburgh, really hard run D, so I'm not too worried. I'm yeah, I'm happy. still not too worried either. Yeah, and great matchups coming up. Uh, Steelers side of the ball, James Conner popped, 18 carries, 109 yards, one touchdown. You can drop your Benny Snell unless you're the Conner owner, save him for a backup. 
Uh, Anthony McFarlane ended up getting six carries for 42 yards. I was yards. just going to say. I think, he ju- I think he's jumping. He's now. Yes, and McFarlane is genuinely more athletic than Connor, too. Like, it's not, that's something if to Con- watch. If Connor went down, for- it'd be he's, McFarlane. He, I think he's, ta- he's talented enough to steal to actually steal it, too. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying that'll happen even if Connor went down. I'm not saying he would steal it, but he's talented enough to make Tomlin think twice about going back and enough to where you really don't have to roster Benny Snell. I don't think, I mean, Oh yeah. I don't think you should roster Benny Snell, even if you're the Connor owner. Yeah. I would much prefer call the shot on McFarland at this point. Ebron, mm-hmm. uh, Mike's new tight end is uh, <laughs> five catches, 52 yards and a touchdown. Uh, that's really good. I think he's a, you know, flyer tight end guy. You can try this that's week phenomenal. off the waivers. He's one of these guys. That's yeah, I know. Five fifty one in a tutty. I, I yeah, rostered right. him for two weeks, and they always saying, "Oh, he's so good," and he freaking pops this week. And it's like, dude, why you am know, I one week you, late? You take... know, in your heart of hearts, though, how, how it Ebron works. in particular. I there's a reason why he's not the only tight end I went. I put <laughs> Fadden. He has this boomer bust quality about him that is very scary. Uh, theoretically, you know, it, it could things should work out with Ben, you know, to where he could be a, a solid contributor, but. Yeah, we need to wait and see a couple more weeks first. How about uh, Chase Claypool out snapping the entire receiving core? Yeah, wow. I mean Claypool is. Well, Deontay did, made it through the first quarter. Maybe yeah. he would have though. I know that's the thing with Claypool is that it, it's, uh, it's there's James Washington and all these guys, but he is better than James Washington. He is. He's not. Uh, say it. Just say it. Dip, no. Say it. Just no. A different player. Than Go Deontay. back. Say- Oh no! I didn't think and that's Juju. the route you were going. You thought I was going to say Juju? Yeah. I, so I think they're Deont- just different. Players. I think Deontay's better than Juju. No, he's not. I think they're similar in their style. I think Deontay's better. But you know what I'm uh, saying? Like how, no, how Claypool is kind of this giant weapon, and they don't have that. I mean, Eric Ebron's pretty big, but he's not. If you think that will trade me for Deontay, I would trade him too. <laughs> <laughs> if you're that high in him. But yeah, I think Deontay, we we'll didn't mention Claypool on the waiver show. He is definitely worth a waiver at. Yeah, speculative, he, especially like, if Deontay's out. He's in protocol, so we'll see. Yep. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it today for the Kings. I want to thank you guys for listening. If you could, please uh, review our podcast, Five Stars Rating on Apple Podcasts, and follow us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. And everyone, have a great day. See ya.